Hello everybody, and welcome to the Rambling Toffee Podcast. Uh, I'm Mark. I hope everybody has a wonderful weekend, um, especially with a certain result that took place on Saturday. Um, really, really, how can I start? Because the vast, most of the podcasts I've been doing recently have all very, been very doom and gloom, very negative and uh, there's still a lot of things that are ongoing at the football club, uh, as I discussed through this podcast today, that, you know, are still very worrying and still very concerning. But, you know, after the last few few weeks with, with the team and the results being very uh, not the greatest, I know there's been performances where, uh, you know, we created opportunities and you would think we could have come away with results, um, but we didn't. Obviously, reasonings behind that, as, as I mentioned in the previous podcasts. Yes, uh, this weekend was unexpected because I think my feeling, especially after the Arsenal game, and my views on, on the Arsenal game and the result, um, was how, how are we going to improve from that? How are we going to get better from that? How Do we have a formation? Do we have tactics that work? Do the players know what they're doing when they're out out there on the field? They felt scared and tentative against Arsenal. And it was like they just didn't want to play. They just wanted to try and get this game out of the way and try and get a point out of it. And it was so really, really, really so negative, that, that, that game. And the previous games to that as well, there's been so many moments in games where we had opportunities or we've, you know, especially the away games, um, Doncaster and Sheffield United, respectively, is that it wasn't until, you know, the f- second half in the Doncaster game where we kind of had to, you know, play football and get a result. As much as the performance wasn't great, but we got a result from that, as much as it was Doncaster, Doncaster Rovers. The Sheffield United game, I saw signs of improvement. We could have come away with a result in that game, I thought, in the second half. So there's a little bit of optimism from that point of view. The previous games, as we keep on calling about Fulham and Wolves, where we created lots of opportunities, but we just couldn't put the ball in the back of the net. Um, and we all knew the reasons behind that. Of course, we didn't have a fully fit striker, or we didn't have, and also we didn't have any additional new strikers coming in at that precise moment. So, um, in those in those those games early on. So it was a bit surprising. So it was a bit mixed bag. It's a bit mixed here or there. But the feeling I had, and from my mates and everybody who I spoke to, it it felt like we we're just going to be struggling for the rest of the season. Um, and what and that may continue. We don't know yet. We don't know. Hopefully, we can get some consistency. But from Brentford game, um, it was a really really good strong performance. A lot better than was expected. Um, I did like the the decision that uh, Sean Dyche made, bringing um, James Garner in for Dan Juma. I felt he, you can just see, he was further up the field. He was influencing, he was creating, he was getting in positions that enabled us to get the opportunities that we did. Um, So yes, I mean, and again, it allowed Decore who became what I felt watching the game became that second striker with Beto up front, 
Um, and he took his opportunity fantastically in the first half on a half volley. And then he had another chance not long after um, for a second. And again, what we did see was from these situations were crosses into the box, which was missing against Arsenal. And Dwight McNeil seemed to be back to his usual self with getting crosses in. He seemed to take more responsibility when it came to free kicks and corners. So the decision, like we've all said, Ashley Young should have been taken off those uh, you know, corners and free kicks and everything like that. Give it to someone who's actually been, you know, the the main player to get the the balls into the box, um, and you know he started to do that, like he did, and we seemed to get reward from that, and it was great to see, you know, the Corey scored that goal, and then also to hit the bar. He was very influential throughout the game. I know a few people thought he didn't get a man of the match performance. I thought he played really, really well, and he was driving force within that central midfield, but going forward and I think he did become that second second striker it felt like that from my point of view. Um I thought Beto was really bustling around, bashing players here, there and everywhere. And I think he's just gonna be fantastic for us. I thought he put in a really, really good shift. Um and the goals will come for him. Um hopefully we might see that um in in the midweek against uh, Aston Villa. If not, it'll be um, Luton on Saturday at home. So we'll see. I do, you know, I think he had a really good performance for that 60 minutes. And of course, Dominic Calvert Lewin has had that opportunity to sit on the bench and just gradually get, get back to full fitness and get back into the position, you know, what we hope we will see more of. And we saw that in the second half when he came on. He was, he was, get, he was chasing balls again, doing exactly the same thing as Beto was doing. So I think in one sense, Beto being in the squad and being in, you know, starting games is actually also giving Dominic Calvert Lewin the actual, you know, a bit of a kick up the backside to challenge him to get himself back into the first team starting games. But Beto is playing well enough, I feel, to be starting games at this moment in time. But it's a win-win. And and, and the more uh, Dominic Calvert Lewin gets more and more fully fit, which I think he probably is now. Um, I think he will be better for it. And hopefully he'll be over them injuries that has blighted his, you know, for, blighted his career over the last few years. And hopefully more goals will be scored. So, you know, and also options out there if we want to play a four four two and have two strikers. So that's going forward. So you can, you can tell from my point of view, watching that first half specifically, there were moments of obviously Brentford equalised, a little bit of an error by Adrissa um, Gay, and you know, but you know, we did have all of our opportunities to actually be further ahead in the first half, and we, and you know, long may that continue, and it continued into the second half. So you know, that passion and drive and the commitment that the players put in to get the ball back off the Brentford players. And working it to a tee, but what I also found was they were passing the ball around through centrally. There wasn't any kind of uh, fear that they were going to lose the ball. Yes, they still need a lot more work to be done um, on that front too, you know. But confidence is a massive, massive thing, and I feel that that's what we're seeing with um, with that performance specifically. Is that we went one up. But specifically when we went 2-1 up, you can just see the oozing of confidence in players. They got the ball, they wanted to go forward. 
the, the, everything was set up right by the manager and the coaching team. And it seems to be the players thrived off it, which was really, really good. Because before this game, I was concerned that, you know, we would come away with a defeat because Brentford are a good team. They've got some good players. But we hassled them and hurried them and we, we did everything that was asked by the manager. And I, I give, you know, the manager props for the setup and what and the formation and the, the tactics and the way that they wanted the game going forward in this this uh, from the game on Saturday. But for me, it's what what they were doing with the ball, which was really, really, really good. And we want I want to see more and more of that. I also want to start to see an identity with this team and hopefully if we can continue week in week out to start getting results and playing away and scoring goals, we might start seeing an identity and we might start seeing how the team is going to look going forward and how they're going to really play going forward. But, you know, at the moment it's only one win. It's the first win of the season and it's fantastic to have it and a great feeling that we all have and especially I have that you know what we can watch match of the day later on and we can you know really feel positive that maybe just maybe that we are moving forward now but consistency is the key to be in, in any leagues in the Premier League specifically every team that we play even when we come to play Luton on Saturday um, and also Villa okay it's a Carabao Cup but Luton on Saturday and then Bournemouth the Saturday after, is that they're going to come and they're going to really work hard and challenge the team to get you know to get a result. You can't just just turn up and think, oh yeah, here we go, easy three points. This will be just because of the situation that they're in. They're down there. We're down there for a reason as well. Just because it's just one win. So, but positives. As I go back to the game, I mean. The first half we saw that we saw you know really positive with the play and what they were doing and in the second half we were one one and it, after they equalized and you was you kind of think oh here we go you know this is the way the game going but they started how you know how they started the game in the first half they went out there and they, they hurried and hassled and they got the rewards and the goal by Tarkovsky, very simple corner, great cross from the corner from McNeil, simple header, right place, right time, and the the momentum from that you can see it, and the players' confidence soared after that, because we started passing, we started moving, feeling better, and it and it made Brentford panic, and because they had to try and get back into the game again, but they were struggling to get back in. They, didn't create as many opportunities that I can guess from the from that second half, um, and it, we got the first obviously from Tarkovsky and that great through ball by again hurrying and hurrying in, in the midfield. James Garner getting the ball and a nice simple ball straight through to Calvert Lewin and that's what he lives off and and that's there we are three one and we just played the game out. We've had other opportunities in the game to go further ahead and you know. Really, really good. I want to put shout-outs to the defensive side of it. I thought Mikalenko had a really good game. Actually, I'm just doing what he normally does on the other side. But a biggest shout-out I want to put out to is uh, James Tar uh, Tarkovsky and Jared Bra Branthwaite. Those two 
were colossal and it seems to be they're getting better and better as a partnership week in week out let's just hope they don't get any injuries anytime soon and we can just stick with that those two pairing because they were colossal again together i think james tarkovsky being captain has been um i think has really brought him to the top and maybe a, a perfect um um pass down from seamus coleman to to him going forward um hopefully we'll see seamus soon um he's he's on the grass as joe deitch would say he's on the grass um and you know we've seen that and jack harrison played in the under 21s on friday so you know going forward we've got some additions to come back and that'll create more uh, hopefully more de- you know team headaches for the manager and to, who to play in the next game or trying different tactics or whatever it may be but it's great to have that and a small group as much as we would like to have more players and um in there but yeah a good shout out for the defensive they seem to be a lot stronger and only for that one moment where um, they equalized but other than that it was you know a really really good defensive performance the central midfield did their jobs what they needed to do and I know Adrissa Gay had a bit of a few moments in the in the first half but he grew as the game wore on so and um, he had that did give that opportunity in the first half for Beto which Beto obviously put the ball wide um as for Jordan Pickford well you know, he just had a standard game no no real you know issues or incident from that but <coughs> apologies um yeah but yes, it was a really, really good, positive performance. Let's hope we can take it on to Aston Villa. Um, I'm hopeful that we will stick with that squad, even in the Carabao Cup, and not rest any players. But there may be an opportunity to give Jack Harrison a play uh, a game if he's available. Maybe start with Dominic Calvert-Lewin, uh, or we just start with Beto as normal, or just stick with the same team that played on Saturday and keep the momentum going and keep the players with confidence and get more games. And we'll see what happens. You know, um, Villa are doing okay. Um, so it'll be a difficult game because we don't know if they're going to rest players or not because obviously they're in, uh, in in Europe. So they might make a very different decision to play younger players and play fringe players. So we might have an opportunity. We'll, we'll soon find out on Wednesday. As for Saturday... It's Luton Town. They've, they're struggling, as you can guess. They did get a result, uh, a one-all one draw this weekend against Wolves. Uh, but it's it's going to be a tough game. But I think the momentum, we need to find a consistency and start getting results. If we can start getting results, then I think we're going to be okay going forward. Um, you know, we've got players, you know, yes, we've, we've a very small squad. There is Delhi around. Um Hopefully he might be available at some point uh, to stake a claim to get in the team. But it'll be really interesting to see how what happens with him. But yeah, so it's all positive in a set, sense of the word. Um, and it it's nice to have because it's just been doom and gloom. Week in, week out, the team, you know, not scoring goals. Performances being very, very up and down. And... and you know, specifically, as I mentioned earlier on, the Arsenal game, as much as it was Arsenal, and they are a good team, 
And yes, they're going to have a lot of possession. But as I mentioned last week, it was it was terrible. It was decision making. There was no confidence. It felt no confidence when when you see that as a fan in the ground. When players dabbling on the ball don't know what to do, don't know how to play. It was, it, it felt as a fan, we we were concerned from seeing that kind of performance. We've seen that kind of performance against Doncaster Rovers. And against Villa as well, where it was just, you know, very, very poor. Um, players didn't know what they wanted to do. It was like they were given the tactics to do, but they just didn't know how to do it on the field. And that was the concerning thing. And because that was what we saw as a fan base and as fans in the ground, including myself, it felt we just, there was no point trying to get behind the team because. There was no energy from them and there was no energy from us. It was like it's been sapped out of us. But that result against Brentford has galvanised specifically the away fans who were there and everybody who was watching it on the TV, like myself. Um, it galvanised us a little bit more, gave us a little bit more confidence, a little bit more uh, belief that maybe, you know, we're going, we finally started to go in the right track. We've got the strikers back in. Midfielders coming back in who've been injured, like Jack Harrison's coming into the team. Dwight McNeil, who was injured before the uh, the season started, and has just come back into the team himself. So players have started to come back in. Of course, Dan Juma made had kind of had a bit of an influence. He, he was on the bench this time, but he came on. He was doing his usual thing. But there's options there. But it's just let's hope that we can not get injuries like we have previously previous seasons and we can get to january and you know well i don't know about if we have any available money for transfers um as i guess from what i mentioned last week we're still currently in the takeover by triple seven um and at this moment in time as i mentioned last week in the podcast i'm still very wary of of them, um, I don't think they are good for the club. Um, I don't think when if them coming in are is going to help the club going forward to progress and to be better on the field, and you know regarding trans bringing bringing players in and being more competitive in that sense. Um, um, because as I mentioned before, we they own other clubs. And a lot of clubs, yes, they've come into a lot of clubs who are struggling. And, you know, at the moment there is, they've got a lot of question marks against them. Um, that's if you read the, the media and you read what's out there about them. And a lot of it is true about them. Um, they need to, you know, I'm worried that, you know, they're going to come in if they do come in and, we're just we're just going to stagnate, and we're just going to be a club that's just going to spend most of our time in you know the mid table of the Premier League. It's fine to you know to say oh yeah we'll just stay in the Premier League, but reality is is that we need to be further up the field, up the pit, up the pitch. No, <laughs> yeah, further up the pitch, score the goals, but we also further up the table so we can get opportunities to be. In getting into Europe, so that means commercially, or get that means money can come in and you know, money can come in and help commercially as well. 
they we will have to see what what they're going to do but i am still very wary about them but at this moment in time i you know i can bang my head and i can say that this is not the right thing for the club this is not the right thing going forward you know all the issues that they have at other clubs and court cases in america and all sorts of things that is going against them at the, uh, going against them at the moment are they you know are they the right people to help the football club going forward because as was mentioned you know they have put money in okay that's good in one sense that's the only one little positive i can say to keep the club afloat meaning that the capital to keep the football going football club going on a month-to-month basis and it looks you know will they still have to continue doing that until the takeover is complete the worrying thing as i keep on saying is that this could fall flat on that flat on the faces and it may not happen so what happens next because if they do if it does fall flat then we will definitely be in administration and that is the concerning thing for everybody as fans and i know um that they've put something out i think the club put something well, not, i don't know if the club put it out i think it's come through the media that they are going to be speaking to fab and they're going to be taking, speaking to the fans forum and also the uh, uh, shareholders association to talk with them and actually to you know clarify what the plans are and what they want to do going forward and hopefully we'll hear some news re- regarding that going forward and uh, what their plans are and how to go forward not just with the the, st- uh, the stadium um, and the funding of that but also the everyday keeping uh, paying the debts and um, and also are we have a transfer fund will we be able to bring more players in in january to strengthen the squad and then just going from there what also be interesting is you know commercially because any kind of money coming in is 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 a good thing so not just for the stadium but commercially like sponsorships and um and so forth and but hopefully we'll have something like naming rights will they go down that road regarding the stadium and commercial deals for the stadium as well so money's coming through that way but also for the club itself and i'm not just talking about the men's team and um, and that side of it, but also the women's team, and you know, bringing players in, and can we afford to do that, and everything else, and we'll have just have to wait and see. We still have the Premier League investigation, which is going to take place on the twenty fifth of October, so we'll find out what happens with that when that takes place. So there's a lot of things going on behind, you know, away from the football, but we can all be, as of Monday really really happy and really positive about the result it's always great to have a win and just long may it continue um on that note um it's a very short one today um i've got i haven't got much more to say i think uh the next uh, game of course is villa in the carabao cup on wednesday hopefully we can progress in that in that game and go forward so that'd be quite nice to have a cup uh, cup run of some sort so what watch your space on that and then we come back to the Premier League game on, on Saturday and hopefully get a result from there. And hopefully we can continue this uh, positive run um, and take it from there. And if that's the case, then hopefully we'll have a better season than we had 
the last two seasons. So that's the hope that's there. It's just those worrying things that's behind the behind the scenes and and everything about that. We just want some clarification and want to make sure that going forward that we're going in the right right pathway. Um, so yeah, on that note, thank you for listening again. Please leave feedback as much as you possibly can, negative or positive. Um, I, I need as much as I possibly can going forward. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure doing these podcasts and just basically talking about the blues, you know, talking about in a negative sense and the, the way things are at the moment to the positives like we've just had this weekend. So, yes, any feedback would be fantastic. Um, and I'm just so appreciated that everybody who has spent the time to listen and has actually enjoyed listening to this podcast. Um, I'm hoping to grow uh, the podcast going further forward and I just want to get as many listeners as possible. So when I'm sharing social media, if you can just keep on sharing, retweeting, and getting it out there as many people as possible, uh, it would be absolutely fantastic. So on that note, I hope everybody has a good week. Um, I will do another podcast in probably a week's time after the last, the next two games have gone. And hopefully we'll hear more from 777. Um, so on that note, have a good day and speak to you soon. Bye-bye.